welcome guys to another episode of In Her Purpose Show. And this is a platform where we feature female game changers who have paved the way on succeeding their goals and continue to inspire at the same time. I am your host, Mafe Yunon Velasco, and this show is very close to my heart because every week I'm learning and growing with two amazing, beautiful women who are game changers themselves, the founders and the owners of In Her Purpose book and company. So I'm so honored to introduce them to you all. So first and foremost, let's have Jen Redondo Marquez, who is an amazing woman working in the tech world and serving as a mentor for Collective Hustle and Filipino Americans in Silicon Valley tech. And of course, Rose Guado, mother of two, businesswoman, mentor to young women and entrepreneurs, inspirational and inspirational and motivational speaker and manager of the Philharmonic. Hi, ladies. Hi. I hope you both have had a great week and I'm so excited to introduce our special guest today. Um, so before we, we start chatting and catching up, let me introduce her to everyone tuned in. We have today, guys, um, the amazing Ginger Lim Dimapasok. So Ginger was born in was born and raised in Manila. Growing up, she would always be around their home kitchen, helping make meals with her mom, like all Filipina women do. And as a hobby, she would bake for friends and family. And she took classes um, to enhance her skills. And then, of course, after a short stint in in college, Ginger decided to pursue a culinary education at the Natural Gourmet Institute for Food and Health in New York City. So after getting married in 2001, um, Ginger decided to become a housewife and eventually a stay-at-home mom um, and to two beautiful kids, Jaden and Leah. In 2013, they, they started um, planning with her and her husband, uh, Cafe 86. And at present time, they own and operate four SoCal uh, locations and also a Las Vegas location. Wow, imagine that. And of course, we are so proud that Ginger is has also competed in the Food Network um, show called Chopped, Chopped Sweets, and won. So I am excited to learn more about her journey and obviously to inspire everybody here. And I'm sure, I'm sure Rose and Jen, you are too. So let's welcome the beautiful Ginger Lim Dimapasok. Hi, Ginger. Hi. Hi, Ginger. How's it going? It's a little cold here today, but um, good because it's been so hot. So it's it's nice to feel like Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. We see the tree. (laughs) We're not even at Thanksgiving yet. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My daughter's here. <laughs> Filipinos celebrate. Yeah, it's, it's the holidays. It's the holidays. Yeah. Let's welcome them. Welcome the holidays. Exactly. Awesome. Ginger, we're so happy that you are our guest today. Thank you for joining us. You're one of my favorite people. So I was really excited. Yes. Really excited to, that you said yes to be on here. I know you don't really love the camera. But you're on national television, Ginger. <laughs> so different. So, with that said, can you share a little bit about your background? Um, 
who or what was your inspiration to start cooking and how did you get started? Well, I, I was born and raised in Manila, like Mafe was saying, and I grew up to a household that loved to eat. My mom's kapampangan, so she cooked, she cooked a lot. Um, and my dad's from Cebu, so he cooked a lot too. So together, they would make sure that we ate well. You know how it is. <laughs> Every meal has four different dishes. Yes. So I pretty much grew up like that. Um, I watched my mom cook so and my aunts. So I just kind of picked up from that and enjoyed doing it. And eventually I learned how to bake. My mom at some point, um, my mom and my dad decided to open like a little restaurant in the front of our village. And I would hang out there when there was no school. And then next to our restaurant was a bakery. And then I would sneak out of the restaurant walk into the bakery because it always smelled like pandesal and chocolate. Mm, pandesal. <laughs> I was like, their pet. I would eat the scraps. They would hand me, you know, cake scraps, frosting and all that. So that's how I really developed my love for baking. But I love to do both, cooking and baking. I love them both. Awesome. How... How is being on Chop Sweets and um, did it change your life? If so, how? Chop Sweets was, uh, it's like a dream come true because you grow up in the Philippines watching all these American shows, never really thinking that, or it was never in my head to say that someday I'll be on Chopped. But, you know, you watch it, you love it. You daydream about, you know, kind of competing. Like, if I was competing, I would do this. And then when it finally happened, it was just so surreal. And I think it was really more for myself when, when I joined, how it changed my life was, I guess, my self-esteem got better. And I don't know, it was just like a little trophy on my on my headboard now that I have. It's not a literal trophy, but, you know, I'll say it to my kids here at home because Truth be told, it's very hard to feed these kids and my husband. And um, dinners are like three different three different ulams here just because I have to please each and every one of them. And it's not, it's not every time that they'll actually like what I make. And I can always use the line, dude, you guys are so lucky you got a chopped champion making your dinner. Right? <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, it was a really, really great experience. I I am so grateful and thankful that it happened and I won and it was just so, so even to this day, I keep forgetting that it happened. So, you know. What was what was that process like? Like how did you even get on the show? Like do you yeah. have to audition? I received a scouting email one day and I thought it was a prank. You know, it was I thought it was just like what are the spam emails and like I, I showed James what is this he's like just respond just respond true enough I responded and say yes I'm interested and then immediately New York called me and said we've never seen a bakery like your bakery we really want you to be on so can you hop on a zoom call tomorrow to speak with New York City production and of course I said yes and I think within the next week I went from 
from step one to step three and then book my flight afterwards. And it was just, it happened so fast. And yeah, by the time I landed in New York to, to check into the hotel, I just cried. The moment I got into JFK, I'm like, oh, what's happening? I cried. Did you go by yourself? I went by myself, yes. Oh my gosh. I did. That must have been an, uh, well, like you said, like a surreal experience. It's a surreal experience because that's where it all began for me. I went to school there. Um, I didn't know the direction I was going to go. I just wanted to, I just didn't really want to go. I, I think my mom's watching, but I just really didn't want to go to college. I didn't want to go to school. I just wanted to. <laughs> and then <laughs> she let me go to New York. And, and I, like I said, I never imagined I would be where I am. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So you started out, you went to culinary school, but then you became a stay at home mom. So how did this idea, I mean, for our, for the people watching who don't know what Cafe 86 is, how did that come to be about? It came about because of car meets. <laughs> so Cafe 86 was named after James's car. And um, every weekend, sometimes even twice a week, they would visit different ice cream shops, boba shops, uh, restaurants, parking lots and just park their cars and stare at each other's cars. And that's what they did. And um, we do love Boba. We love driving around everywhere because Chino Hills back then didn't really have much. So we would mm -hmm. venture out to San Gabriel, everywhere, Orange County, just to you know, try new things because we didn't have anything out here. And then he joked around and said, eh, let's, maybe we should open one. Maybe we should franchise Tapioca Express. And True enough, he just, he researched tapioca. He actually contacted Tapioca Express, but he wasn't too thrilled about how the business model was. Mm -hmm. And then he announced, I think it's easiest to just make it ourselves, to just start our own thing. So, <laughs> so we thought, <laughs> but that's how it all started. He wanted a place for him and his friends to be able to have a car meet and, you know, play around with, you know, making different drinks, me baking and all that. And little did we know that it was going to be what it was today. But that that's how it began. It began as a, you know, he wanted a venue for his hobby. Awesome. And what were you offering? So it was supposed to be a cafe, right? Um, initially, it was just a boba shop with coffee. Just okay. coffee and iced teas and milkshakes, but I wanted to make sure when I developed the menu that it was going to be different because there's already about 150 different boba shops that serve the same kind of drinks here mm -hmm. in California. And I wanted to be different in the sense that um, I wanted flavors that I knew growing up to be featured, like ube, mostly ube because that was that was just my favorite flavor back home growing up. And um, calamansi, I love calamansi, so I wanted iced teas to have that. So we started off as that and nothing more. And we wanted to just run with that and hope that it would work out. But like a week before opening, he said, we have no food. You have to bring <laughs> something. I'm like, that wasn't the plan. 
So <laughs> yeah, it ended up that we would we would actually end up baking treats from our home from my 1960s oven, single door, only oh fits two trays go in there. And you know, initially when we opened, I would bake three dozen cookies, four dozen truffles, and I didn't even know that if that would sell out. But after the first week, it's just, we were like, our minds were blown because people would come from Glendale, from Orange County. We even, ha I think we even had people say, we came from San Francisco because we saw you on Instagram. And <laughs> we were like, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> we were running out of things and all that, but you know, we were baking out of the house for a while and it just grew. Uh, within a year, we opened the second location and it seemed as though every single year we opened a new one. And we're still, I think we're still growing. Um, COVID took, you know, took a toll on us for a little bit, took a little hit right there. Um, we had to close down one location in Pasadena, but it's still good. We're still doing good. Um, we hope to reopen somewhere in that area once this ordeal is over. Right. Right. But yeah. we're still we're still be able to serve our customers in Chino Hills, um, Artesia, and San Diego and Vegas. Ooh, I can't wait to go home and eat Cafe Eighty Six. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite dessert at cafe 86 it would be the turon pop tarts but it's not getting served right now but that one was our number one favorite turon pop tarts right now the stuff that's being served at the cafe it would be the milo cupcakes i don't think i've tried that yet it's new you'll try it this yeah, we're going to go, Jen. We're going to go. I want to try that Skyflake thing that you developed during COVID. <laughs> it's like the Skyflake. Yeah, that. No, you can't try that right now because it's all rotation. But I, I, I got you. Maybe I'll meet in Serena's. <laughs> yeah. That will be amazing. Gosh, guys, you're making me feel out here. Jeff Charlene's actually also saying that the Ube truffle. Yes. Is yes. to die for. It's what so is good. That? The ube oh truffle. I think if I was to explain <gasps> that, that is the best. Um, the combination of America and Philippines in one dessert, because mm -hmm. it packs a large punch of ube flavor, but it's presented in a way that you would never see back home because it's a truffle, a cake pop thing, and it's rolled in Oreos. I don't think growing up I would ever combine ube with Oreos, but we did. And it worked out and it's like it's our best right now. Yeah. Romeo loves it. He can eat like, I think it's like, it comes in a box of, is it six? Yeah, it I comes in as a two pack, a four pack of six. And I see Charlene, Charlene, I see you. She almost slapped me. <laughs> you remember that Charlene? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good one. That's a good. That's a good crowd favorite. Yeah, Ginger. Um, before we before I ask another question, I just want to let you know how um, how grateful we are for you to actually start making ube mainstream out here in America. 
Um, growing up, the only Uber thing we got from was like from, you know, the other bakeries, but they all came in like the little foil. You know what I'm talking about? They come in the little foil and then it's just, what was it? Oh yeah. It's just in a tray. Yeah. And it's, it's just like in a foil. Yeah. is the foundation for every good Uber dessert. So don't knock that. That's we we still make vats and vats of ube halaya at our kitchen. Mm -hmm. It's the basis for a lot of our recipes. So yeah. every good so, recipe starts with that. Yeah, and and it's so delicious. But to be able to mix it with like Oreos and to be able to call it something like truffle, where other um, not just Filipino Americans or Filipinos, but other nationalities like American and you know just all the cultures come together and tasting it. Like, I feel like you're the one of the, the forefronts in bringing that out to us out here. So I just want to tell you how grateful we are because it is delicious. <laughs> I wish I could take full credit for that, but there are so many who came before we did. Um, particularly when, I, when we started Cafe 86, I looked at a girl named Gigi. Um, she had this truck called the Buttermilk Truck. And she, mm, okay. she pancakes before ube was even big. And she was selling her ube pancake mix at Sur La Tab and all these fancy groceries. And she was my she was my inspiration. I'm like, wow, if if she's able to sell ube pancake mix to all these people, I think we, we have something. In fact, yeah. opening, she was the one that I reached out to and really consulted with. And, you know, I developed a lot of recipes using her pancake mix in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I used it for the original truffle, but you know, eventually the recipes evolved for you know sustainability and all that. But yeah, Gigi was the one of the first people I really looked up to. And she was the one that really inspired me to to bring Ube to the forefront. Very cool. Very that's that's um yeah that's that's such a great story. And and look at how like humble you are when I <laughs> so nice. you're such uh, your title in the book is called Be Kind, and you are everything about that. You are the most kindest person that I've ever met, and I just want to say, like, you're, you're an inspiration to all of us. Um, so we also talked about COVID. We also yes. talked about COVID. So what have you been doing during this time? I know, I mean, I with my cafe, too, we were, like, trying to figure out, like, what we were going to do because our, our um, cafe wasn't about ordering online or takeout is more yeah. like come and sit down and eat and you know get on uh, the internet and stuff but it's not that anymore so what did you do um during that time and actually during this time for us um what happened was we we had to shut down for a little bit because of all the restrictions that we had here and actually mostly it was for the safety of the staff and for ourselves too i mean our staff consists of you know, high school and college kids who come home to parents who might be high risk and grandparents who are high risk. So we made that hard decision when everyone else stayed open to just allow them to be, you know, home with their families during that time. And for us, it was a good time for us to regroup and figure out how we're going to reopen safely and, you know, figure out what the climate will be like once everything just goes online, which thankfully we were built for that. Cafe 86 mm -hmm. and the boba culture, I think, was built for just pick up and go. 
and everything gets ordered online. So we were, I would say, 60% set up for that kind of situation, but it was still a learning curve having to deal with only online orders. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're really grateful to still be fully operational. And in fact, we were even able to open one store in the middle of COVID, which is the San Diego Mira Mesa location. Okay. That was a little rough because it was very unconventional the way we opened. We usually open with a lot of car meets and all that, but mm -hmm. because of COVID restrictions, we really didn't push for anything like that. But we're just really grateful and blessed that we had the opportunity to still do that. Um, mm -hmm. Then, you know, we wanted to also do something different because if this happens again, it's going to really hurt. I think it's not just going to hurt us. It's going to hurt a lot of people again if, if this happens again. So that's what caused a lot of business owners like us to pivot, you know, that 2020 yeah. pivot to something else. And for Cafe 86, it was more of a venturing into, hopefully we go into a more of a distribution channel mm -hmm. and working on that right now in the back end. And, you know, when we're ready, I think we'll announce more things, big things that we have up our sleeve, but we're working on things for you guys. And, um, more than just a storefront, something that's accessible to not just the people around the stores that we have in place, yeah. but nationwide too. Very cool. Like St. City? <laughs> um, yes, hopefully, and all that. But um, yeah, we'll 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 get to that point soon, and we're we're working hard on the back end to to make it happen. How exciting. What if you guys get into Costco? <gasps> <laughs> Sending out the universe. <laughs> they, there's, there's Filipino stuff at Costco. I've seen like mm -hmm. I seen the ice cream, that magnolia ice cream and that's from our uh, food. That's like amazing to see that that they're at Costco. They had two flavors, Ube and yeah. Mango. I didn't see hours, but People were talking about seeing it in like up north and all that. Alamansi Costco. Yeah. I'm starting to see stuff. Yeah. Our mangoes. They have like bags like that are this big. Yeah. Of our mangoes. I'm like, whoa. Red mangoes. Um, lumpia, I heard we're at Costco. I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah, there's so many possibilities. So I'm I'm sending you light and prayers and all of that stuff so that it'll happen for you. Yes. So is it safe to say that that's the project that you're working on is, is you yes. know, working on new um, or maybe the same uh, meals and or the same uh, dessert and trying to get them into markets or the market? Yes, we would get them into markets. We would love to be able to ship them nationwide so that everyone can just have access to them at home. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would be so amazing. Jen, you need to get on Gold Belly so I can order you it from and ship it here to the Bay Area. What? What is that? Well, you'll have to tell me after I'm like Gold Gold Belly is like this website. Where I'm also manifesting that you do a pop out pop up when you get here to Manila. We, <laughs> I have a menu ready about, for you. <laughs> no, thinking about that on a on our next trip, but like I said. Coronavirus decided to destroy everybody's sweats. But I know, I know. The thing that I would love to do when we come home is to be able to 
uh, introduce the products there back home. Mm -hmm. We gotcha. Yeah, Ginger. When you're not baking or at a or at one of your cafes or working and doing admin stuff, what else do you do besides that? Um, I like to be at home, or I like to be at Target. My second. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I like to. It's like um. It's like a bio. I like to take long romantic walks alone in Target. <laughs> right. Yes. But no, lately I've been trying to um, keep plants alive. I've kept three. Kill the bug. <laughs> not too bad. Look at you. Yes. Jen's really good with plants. Or I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm them too. I fill them with water, and you'd think. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you have a Do you have a moisture meter? Like it's like this. Yes. This. Like no. no. <laughs> Not your finger. It's like a. It looks. Like it's. It's a stick, and it has like a meter where it says dry to wet. Oh. And then, then I it just. It's dry. It's <laughs> I just look at the foil on top. Oh, it looks like it's it's light brown. <laughs> looks sad. You spray this it. Is, this is why you guys kill plants because <laughs> if the root is too wet, then it's 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 just rotting. The roots I know. Are rotting. I know that now. But uh, I revived one dead um, fiddly fig. Oh, that's hard to do. It's alive. It's thriving, but it wants to be outside my house. It doesn't want to be in here with me. Wow, mm -hmm. that's amazing. They don't yeah. really like being outside, and those are—I've killed many of those too. I've read so much about it, and it said it likes to be indoors. It's finicky, but for some reason, it wants to be outside. So I left her alone because she's being. Die <laughs> 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 <I> tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe maybe she likes the smoky air in Gino Hills. Maybe she likes the smoky air around James. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot to ask the one question about if you can share an Ube Frinkle or Ube Flan cupcake with someone, who would it be and why? The first person that came to my head was Jason Momoa. And I don't need to explain. <laughs> hey, now we understand. <laughs> no, but but the serious answer to that, I thought about it long and hard. I want to share it with Donald Trump and ask him why he's such a bleep. <laughs> but let's. I digress. Oh, I don't know if he'd answer it lengthy, low. Like, I don't know. <laughs> He wouldn't, he wouldn't know how to answer it. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep Jason. I think Jason <laughs> would be funner. Would be more fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Ginger, um, I know you started out. You you were in the Philippines, right? And then you wanted you knew you wanted to become a chef, so you, your mom um, agreed to let you study in New York. Yeah. And then you got your degree in culinary arts? 
Yeah, it was um it was not a degree, it was just a certificate course. Okay. It was a short term course, but uh it it's what I wanted to do. I just really wanted to cook and took me and yeah. And then okay, so then um so that's what happened and then you met your husband, you decided to stay home and take care of the kids and then you yeah. opened up your own cafe. Yeah. Um very good. So a lot of people out there are not able to to you know live in their purpose and the I guess the goal of our mission of of in her purpose is to be able to let people know that they do have the ability and capability to live out their purpose. What are some advice to women who are just like, you know, all of us or women who are in need of a mentor? What is your advice for them to be able to find their purpose? I think is first would be figure out what it is that really makes you happy. You know, I think once you, it's like, an, it's like your North Star. And once you lock in on that North Star, it's easy to head to that direction. But also just be ready to work hard. Yeah. Harder than everybody else around you is what my husband says. We always tell our kids that, that be prepared to work the hardest. And I guess at the end of the day, know how to pray. Because you're going to do a lot of that. So those three things actually will just keep you leveled and sane and it'll kind of give you a direction. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love I love that um you know to just find the find the purpose. Do you have any advice on how people can find their purpose? I know um some people start very young and they find it very, you know, young at their age, but then also some people struggle with it during, um, you know, as they grow. Um, any advice for that? I don't know. I think it's just really trying to figure out what keeps you happy because a lot of things can consume you. There's so many things around you that you think can be beneficial for you, but at the end of the day, it's those things that truly just make you happy. And I think what COVID, the period of COVID has taught me was to live with the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. With everything is concerned, like, you know, grocery shopping, you tend to just, you know, do the same things again and again. And you figure out what makes the kids happy, what makes James happy, what makes you happy. And you keep that because that's what kept you going. And then, um, even with, even with, it's sad to say, but even with like a group of friends, because we came at a point where we can't see anybody. Yeah. And then realized that all you needed was really like a handful of friends to keep you sane throughout that period. Mm -hmm. So, oh, look, it's my friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, I mean, it's just really learning how to figure out what makes you happy, what keeps you sane, what stabilizes you in you know, hone in on that and figure it out from there. Very cool, very cool. Well, thank you so much. If, and for those of you that ha have the book, I'm showing it right now, or don't have the book, Ginger is chapter 11, and her title is Be Kind. Thank oh, you. I just showed the picture, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, show the picture. Yeah. You look really good as a guy. Who wants a coffee? 
we will have a giveaway at the at the ending of our um, interview. So yeah, there it is. Beautiful, beautiful cover of Ginger. And thank you again, Ginger, for joining us and inspiring and empowering everyone right now, um, especially you know during this challenging time. Um, please do invite everyone who's tuned in where we can find your work, how they can order, or even shout outs to friends and family who are tuned in because you do have quite a few people supporting you right now. Um, you can find Cafe 86 in a few locations in Southern California. There will be one in Chino, in Artesia, and two in San Diego, which will be in Chula Vista and the city of Mira Mesa. And then we have one in Las Vegas. Our website is www.cafe-86.com. That's the place where you guys can place online orders, um, you know, so that it's pretty much contactless. You just order online, you pay online, and you come to the store and pick your order. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We hope to see you guys at the store and uh, pick up some ube during Thanksgiving. Ube pies and maispanela pies during Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm going to be there for sure. Are you? I'm coming tomorrow. I'm going to I'm gonna order. I'm coming through. Okay. <laughs> and when you do, then go on Kumu with oh, Ginger yeah. so you guys can be interviewing each other on there to show yeah. everyone where the location of cafe, um, sorry, cafe again. I know. So there I you have it. All my friends are going to be like, that's not vegan. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> vegan friends. I have one vegan item, but you gotta email us to do a special order for the vegan bun cakes, the ube bun cakes. Mm, wow. Oh yeah, that was cute. Yeah, oh so wait, when, what, before we leave, Ginger, you should tell them the story about how you and I convinced Russell Westbrook's mom to try ube. Yeah, she didn't, <laughs> do you remember that? She did not, she said, what are you trying to feed me? <laughs> she was not having it. She's like, what is that? purple food mm. she's like cotton something be so purple and edible <laughs> yeah she thought we were like messing with her trying to it was it was the truffle actually russell Westbrook's mom is the first person to not like the uber truffle but she didn't like it no to each his own to each her own she did like the vegan bun cake the uber vegan bun cake um, she did like that she needs mama, to taste it again mama westbrook was a tough sell <laughs> she probably just needs to taste it again. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to have the app, the second taste. Yeah. <laughs> I think she just got scared with the color. She's like, why yeah. is it purple? It's, it's, it's black on the outside because of the Oreos. Oh. And cracked it open. She's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> but and oh, then, well, she's missing out. It's really good. <laughs> and then when you try explaining like what Uba is to a non Filipino, it's really hard. Like, I have to. Like, well, why is it purple? Yeah, I just say it's like your, it's our sweet potato, although it's not natural. Yeah, I say that too. It's like a sweet potato. Way to tell them that it's a yam. What you do with sweet potatoes, we do with ube. That's what I just tell them. Yeah. Ginger, we need to meet up soon because we need to give you your book. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
and we can eat um, Thai barbecue again because I'm off full 30 in four days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ginger's been doing, keto is it uh, whole 30? Yeah. You've been whole doing that? Ooh, doing you need to tell us about it. I want to learn about it. I'm off diabetes medication, which is the, my one goal. Um, that alone is enough for me to, to keep, keep on doing it. Yeah. You, oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's great news. Yeah. That's awesome. Teach all of our fellow Filipinos how to stay yeah. amazing. And um, teach Filipinos rice. You're kidding me. That was hard. <laughs> well, you made it. You're almost done. Everybody tuned in. Kumu's next. Go ahead, Jen. I think we have a bit of a delay, but you were saying? Oh, I was just Yes, saying. it is. So everyone on Kumu, um, we will go live with Ginger there. But before we leave um, the interview on Facebook, I know we're doing the book giveaway here, right, Jen and Rose? Yeah. Ginger, what's your trivia question? Um, easy. I mean, if you don't get this, then, oh, my gosh. What is... <laughs> What is Cafe 86's favorite flavor? So we need answers on Facebook. You, the first one to answer it correctly and also follow Ginger, Rose, and Jen and In Her Purpose. And also on Kumu, to download Kumu app, you'll be the winner of the book giveaway of In Her Purpose. So we have some comments going on on Facebook. Do you see the comments on the side of your screen? Ginger? Um, Hold on. Let me see. I'm checking my phone. Oh, yes. I see. Oh, I see it now. Geraldine <laughs> Ube. And that is correct. Yeah, hi. <laughs> okay, Geraldine, Gia, congratulations. Um, of course, follow all the handles of Ginger and also Cafe 86, Rose and Jen, and In Her Purpose, and then easy as that you win a, a copy of in her purpose book so watch out guys we're gonna go hop on on kumu now so if you have any more questions for ginger and um jen and rose let's uh go over there and do like our virtual you know hop instead of a bar hop we're going to <laughs> virtual hop and learn more about ginger what did you say ginger so ginger hold on okay and thank you for joining us Ladies, do you have anything else to you want to share with Ginger before we um, see her on Kumu and get off on uh, our Facebook Live? I just want to tell everyone that's watching on Facebook, if you haven't gone to Cafe 86, uh, make a trip out there, order, try everything. Everything is delicious. Um, and if you haven't got a copy of In Her Purpose, get one on Amazon or on Barnes and Noble. And what else, Rose? Oh. We're so grateful for everybody. Go ahead, Jen, you're gonna say something? What, there's <laughs> one more thing. Since we are entering the holiday season, In Her Purpose is making a holiday marketplace. So stay tuned for that. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be exciting. And maybe um, Ginger will also have her products there to share with you guys. So make sure you tune in on In Her Purpose, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and the website for all the updates for the marketplace. But before we go, I just want to share with Ginger, all the people who are tuned in. Hello, Kay Vasquez. Of course, Chef Charlene. She is really active here supporting you. Also, Anna Lou Cord. Kurji, sorry, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Of course, our very own Rihanna. Hello, beautiful Rihanna. And who, who else can I mention? Kay Vasquez, did I say her name already? And Nina Christie. And of course, our woman, Geraldine Dia. Thank you guys for tuning in. And hi, Mama Ginger, Cody, and Courtney. That's Pretty my guys. There you go. So. Thank you again, Ginger. We'll see you on Kumu. And for everybody who's tuned in, thank you for joining us in another episode of In Her Purpose. Thank so you. see you next week as we um, interview another amazing guest, uh, another game changer who is paving the way. See you. Thanks, guys.